And then there was this one time I was supposed to get a position. They told me that I will be getting that position. Then suddenly, no, nakatawa. Before my before announcing it, but a lot of people knows that uh, I'll be getting that position. Kinausap ako sinabi hindi na raw yun yung position ko. Nilagay ako sa ibang position. So sa akin, hindi naman ako nagalit. But that gave me a realization na employment is good, no? Okay, employment, steady income. But it gave me a realization na I have to be ready. Hello and good day to all. This is Cece and you are listening to the Hardworking Pinoy podcast where we hold candid interviews with entrepreneurs about their journey and tell us in their own words what inspired them to start, what is it like in the trenches, what were their most trying times, and what kept them going. Have you noticed that there are more bicycles on the streets lately? This is due in part to the traffic situation in the country, the high fuel prices, or just the simple desire to exercise for a growing number of Filipinos. And Cycle House Philippines aims to be the go-to brand for those. Today, our very special guest is Jeff Chua, CEO of Cycle House Philippines, the country's number one brand when it comes to bicycles and motorcycles for the low to mid-end market. He has also opened up his company for franchising and now has franchises that dot the various cities all over the country. How did he start? What were the challenges he faced? And what are his goals for the future? Okay, so for the listeners who are not familiar, what is Cycle House? All right, uh, Cycle House is the first and the only franchising company in the Philippines. It's a motorcycle and bike franchising. Uh, we have now more than 50 branches nationwide. Uh, it's a professionalized concept uh, offering our products and services to the low to mid-end market. So it's a first of its kind, the retail concept and at the same time, uh, the franchising concept. I think that's very interesting. That's very unique. You have 50 branches. What's like the farthest franchisee? Surigao. Surigao. <laughs> yeah, that's quite far. How many in Metro Manila? Uh, we have around three in Metro Manila. So Only we're three. heavy on the, in the outside Metro Manila. I see. Why is that? Siguro it's because the motorcycle and bike needs in the provinces are higher right now. Mm-hmm. Probably that's one. And second, it's because of the opportunity. A lot of folks in, a, in the provinces would like to have their own business. That's also a consideration. And, uh, but right now, uh, we, we are trying to pivot our focus also in Metro Manila. Mm-hmm. Because I think two weeks ago, Senate has told DPWH to ensure that all the roads that will be built should have bike lanes. So we are. Uh, I am anticipating a higher bike need, uh, a higher bike needs in the next few years. Now, when you say bike, do mm-hmm. you are you just referring to like a bicycle, or do you also cater to motorcycles? All right. Bikes and motorcycle, that's the unique concept of Cycle House. We cater to both market. Mm-hmm. And I think because one time I was going out of town, mm-hmm. I think it's like the pri- probably the primary mode of transportation now, the motorcycle mm-hmm. in provinces. That's why probably there's more franchises there. Correct. 
In fact, just to add, uh, according to the statistics of LTO, I think that was 2015 if I'm not mistaken. In the Philippines, there are more than 60% of registered vehicles are now motorcycles. Uh-huh. Mas marami so? pa yan sa kotse, sa truck. It's the motorcycle, more than 60%. So registered. So we all know yung mga unregistered, di pa kasama dyan. So it's a huge market. Okay. Let's talk about the market. How big is this industry? That's a good question. Well, first off, here in the Philippines, again, the sum total of vehicles in the road, more than 60%. So that's how big. The second one is that, ang maganda dyan, every year, uh, based on statistics again, ng LTO and uh, yung mga buwibili ng motorcycle, every year, 30% ang increase ng motorcycle motorcycle units sold. Mm-hmm. Every year, uh, 30%, walang palya. And there are a lot of factors why uh, motorcycle has been high lately because of access, uh, yung installment payment, di ba? Mm-hmm. Yung availability of the motorcycle, its practicality, yeah. higher gases, ang minsan sagot dyan, motorcycle, di ba? So yun yung mga reasons why there seems to be a really exploding growth in motorcycle use. I remember if you look at countries like Vietnam, Indonesia, Taiwan, Hong Kong, talagang super dami mm-hmm. ng motorcycles there. So maybe the Philippines would be heading towards that kind of scenario. I think so. The trend is there because 30% year on year tumataas. But uh, uh, very interestingly, against our Southeast Asian countries, we are way, way behind motorcycle use compared to Indonesia, to Thailand, to Vietnam, we're way, way still behind. Kaya nga, uh, yung mga motorcycle manufacturers are looking at Manila, uh, are looking at the Philippines, I mean. Okay, let's talk about your franchises. Mm-hmm. On average, how much would you say that a typical franchisee would do business? It really depends on the size of the business. Mm-hmm. D- depends on the aggressiveness of the franchisee. And uh, depends on the market that the uh, where the franchise is located. Probably around one uh, eighty eighty thousand above. Depends on ano aggressiveness eh, kasi eighty thousand and above per month. Per month. Ah, uh, kasi kung aggressive yan one hundred thousand yan pataas every month. Ah, uh, depende dahil we don't set a sales quota to our franchises. Mm-hmm. We don't set minimum order to franchises. And uh, kasi sa isang bike pa lang, you can sell on uh, one bike for 8,000, 9,000 eh. Isang unit bike. Oh, right. Bike. So, imagine mo kung makabenta yan ng lima, tapos pwera pa yung pagbenta niya ng accessories. Mm-hmm. Tapos may mga services pa nagpapa-repair. It's a huge uh, business. It's a, it has great potential. Yun yung sa bike. Pagka motorcycle, yun I think maganda. yun yung even bigger... Meron, oh, bigger margin. than. Uh, pareho naman sila ng profit margin, though uh, the cycle house is uh, really famous now in the bike world. But sa motorcycle, we have stable sales. Uh, our strongest branches are in Bicol, uh, in Cabanatuan. But the motorcycle is really a uh, low-hanging fruit that cycle house uh, wants to get in the next uh, few months and uh, years. The good news about this one is that karamihan ng bike shops here in the Philippines are more of the mom and pop shop. Uh-huh. You won't see the mechanics in proper uniform. They weren't trained 
mm-hmm. uh, to serve the customers that well. Yung iba naman may mga magagaling, no generalization, but they don't, yung iba hindi na gumagamit ng POS. So, depende, iba-iba yung mga bike shop. Uh, but there are some bigger bike shop, but they are catering to the mid to high market. Cyclehouse is the only player in the low to mid-end market which offers professionalized services. Mm-hmm. So, yun yung uniqueness namin compared to other uh, bike shops. I think from the sound of it, there's parang it's ripe for some really parang corporate systematic company to take over the mom and pop. Yep. Uh, I hope we can bring the uh, Cyclehouse. Dahan-dahan naman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the branding has been there. Uh, it's been recognized. I think it's one of the top brand uh, retail in, in the Philippines right now. Hopefully, we can bring it to really another level in the next few years. Because we're now the highest number of branches in the Philippines. Eh. Yeah, the biggest one. Uh, again, it's the minsan nalilito yung mga market dito. We're catering to the low to mid-end market. We're not against bike shops who are in the most, which obviously nasa mid to high. Mm-hmm. Or mga bike shops na ang kinikeri yung mga medium to high-end brands. Mm-hmm. We're not that. Low to mid-end talaga focus namin. Parang low to mid-end but more... Uh, professional approach. More professional. We're making it uh, better for this uh, market. Let's continue with how you started all of this. When did you even conceptualize this? Mm-hmm. I started uh, Cyclehouse uh, last 2010 while I was still uh, in corporate. I was an employee what of a uh, milk company, milk FMCG. Company. Yeah. So during that time, why did I start? It's because I have come to realize that your control in employment is not that high. Meaning, you don't get to do what you really like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, right? And uh, sometimes, you feeling more your strength your passion, you cannot, uh, ano, ano, you cannot show inside the company. Oh, no opportunity yet. And then there was this one time I was supposed to get a position. They told me that I will be getting that position. Then suddenly, no, nakakatawa. Before my before announcing it, but a lot of people knows that uh, I'll be getting that position. Kinausap ako, sinabi, hindi na raw yun yung position. O nilagay ako sa ibang position. So sa akin, hindi naman ako nagalit. But that gave me a realization. Na employment is good, no? Okay, employment, steady income. But it gave me a realization na I have to be ready for a fallback plan. Just in case, eh, paano kung nilagay ka sa isang position na hindi mo gusto? So, was it a situation wherein many small things suddenly gave you the realization that corporate life is not for you? Actually, yeah, there were a lot of things. Actually, yun yung big yung big thing doon, ano, yung, yung control, diba, control over your destiny in the corporate world. Uh, but I guess, I think there's a lot of current employees, I think your listeners would agree, na if they have a chance to go into business, they can be their own boss, mm-hmm. they can have their own time, mm-hmm. they will be able to uh, really do whatever they like, diba? Mm-hmm. Entrepreneur is a good uh, avenue. Yeah, it's a good fallback. Kaya I think all of Karamiana employees, if there's a chance. So when you started, obviously you needed funds. Mm-hmm. How did you get those funds? Well, I was, I think around on my 10th year or 11th year in the company already. So somehow, meron naman akong naipun na. Mm-hmm. 
So our, I started small with Cycle House with an investment of 200,000. Mm -hmm. So I started the business and then dahan-dahan you you gradually increase pa yung investment. So that's how I started Cycle House and now we're selling millions per month. So I think I believe in the concept of start small then grow big. Diba? You do it gradually. When you first started, obviously no one knew about Cycle House. Mm -hmm. How did you try to get sales while at the same time being an unrecognized, untested <laughs> company? You know what? That's a good question. Uh, the last two, uh, two weeks ago, I have, I have been reflecting on that. Kasi nakakatawa ngayon kasi we have just joined the Bike Expo and talagang kilala yung brand. So how did I start? Mahirap talaga sa simula, di ba? I took advantage of social media. I also explored advertising in print. All of the techniques, all of the tactics, you know how to increase brand awareness. You will do it. My tip to your listeners is that don't be afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to try. Kasi unless you try that, makikilala. So we, I've tried print. It failed. Actually, we just I just got around two inquiries about the franchising. Then uh, online, that's where I, I, I tried you sa FB. Doon, doon ako kami nakakuha ng opportunity. We saw a lot of opportunity na it would be easier to, to promote through FB. Right now, ngayon sa mga events sa kami nagpapromote, eh, di ba? So my lesson, the lesson here is just try and try. You wouldn't know eh, where to get the opportunities. But also, of course, you try to be strategic. For example, motorcycle and bikers, saan ba sila most probably, nasaan ba sila located, di ba? So you have to think that through. Uh, but the key thing is you have to try. You have to invest to increase brand awareness. Parang don't don't be afraid to experiment. You're and right. if it fails, then try something else. Correct. When you were in corporate, how did you pick this specific business? Well, my mentality was the first question uh, would be, what is a big market that I can uh, be competitive that's the first question. Nakakatawa pa nga ang nasa isip ko nun. Kailangan a business that I won't rely on malls. On malls. Why? Pag sa mall, higher yung capital investment, higher yung overhead mo. So, naghahanap ako ng business model na malaki ang scale, pwede mo ma-scale, maraming malaki yung market, tapos meron akong differentiation na may dadala. Doon ko nakita when I visited all the motorcycle and bike shop in the Philippines, not all, no? <laughs> but in Metro Manila. I mean, all that you visited. Uh, all, all that I have seen, motorcycle and bike, tapos catering to the low to mid-end market, nakita ko na madilim, madumi, hindi ganun kaganda. So no offense to the current bike owners or motorcycle owners, I just thought that maybe we can offer something better to the low to mid-end market. That's where I position Cycle House. Did you have like competing options besides bicycles and motorbikes? Wala na akong competing options kasi nakita ko talaga based on economic data na yung motorcycle, solid talaga yung growth nung paglago ng market niya. So it was really a goldmine for me to see it that way. Though others have seen it that way as well kasi marami naman ang nagdalaro sa motorcycle but Ako, uh, Cycle House is trying to bring in a different ball game. We're trying to professionalize it.
when you built your first branch, obviously, namili ka ng location. Was, was there a lot of trial and error? Like yeah, suppliers, yeah. location, mm-hmm. staff? No, yeah. Uh, entrepreneur is, I think, one of the things that people like. Diba? Kasi, mm-hmm. I mean, the yung freedom, yung earning opportunity, time with family, you be your own boss. Those are the ups of the best of being an entrepreneur. And it's a good thing kasi tsaka maganda doon makapasa mo sa anak mo eh, di ba? Mm-hmm. Unlike in employment, talaga may limitation. Di ba? There's a lot of limitation. Though, maganda may uh, steady income naman yan. Uh, ang naging cha- but compared uh, to the challenges, small lang yung challenges kasi da- laki naman ng potential rewards. But here are the challenges. Marami, of course, yung tao. You need to have people who will run the business. You will need processes on how to run the business. You need systems. Your supplies, where will you get? Lana, you next start kami. So these are common challenges of an entrepreneur. But I suggest to your view, uh, to your listener is that you have to shift your focus on the rewards, diba? That will move you. Eh. That will uh, motivate you to really step out and try entrepreneurship. Kaya nga, having a fallback plan, work while owning a business is one of the best strategy strategy nowadays. Parang ano, focus on the vision, focus on okay. the goal. Not on the roadblocks, diba? Not on the roadblocks. Were you profitable right from the first month or was there a time when it wasn't profitable? Every entrepreneur siguro, magsisinungaling ko, sabihin nila, first month pa lang, kumikita na, diba? Kasi ang business, most a lot of people doesn't understand this one. Uh, it goes through a process. When I say a process, you need to plant, diba? You need to sow first. When I say sow, do marketing, expenses in hiring, diba? On operations. Mag-invest ka muna. Pakilala ka muna. And then after some time, that's when you can uh, reap what you have sown. So, it's essential na your listeners has to understand, it goes through a process. Maski SM nga magbukas, hindi yan kagad kikita eh. Yeah, they take, oh, like, it, it takes maybe uh, three years. Yeah, na oh, oh. yeah, it goes through a process. Um, in your case, how long did it take before Cycle House became profitable? That's a good question. Well, yung sa first store namin, it just took it just took me around six to eight months. Why? Uh, it really depends on the cost structure of running the business. For example, we have lower overhead. We don't need uh, air conditioning. You just need around two to three people to run the business. Diba? So, lower overhead, higher margin. We have a high margin sa motorcycle and bike, by the way. So, maganda naman yung margin, lalo na most especially sa services. And then, the capital expenditure, lalo na sa initial cash out, is also low. Hindi katulad to ng car shop na you will need a lot of equipment. Uh, it's a high investment. Sa atin, hindi naman ganun kataas. That makes the motorcycle and bike Uh, a very good uh, business model based from my assessment kasi uh, hindi malaki yung cash out, out day so mas mabilis mo ma-recover yung investment mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that strike me from your model was the franchising portion mm-hmm. Now, a lot of businesses like you've said are run like a mom and pop wherein yun lang yung branch pero sa iyo, meron kang franchising. Mm-hmm. Was franchising at the back of your mind right from the very beginning? Yes, or it was. It was. 
In fact, I have researched during the time we were about to open the first store. Was a question was, is it uh, is there someone franchising a motorcycle and bike already? Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that was really planned out because when I step uh, when I was uh, looking at this opportunity, I was thinking big already. How can I expand it just in case? So that was the vision. And what did you find out? Was there someone who was franchising? Actually, there was. There was one motorcycle franchising, but there was no motorcycle and bike, the combination. But later, that company also left the franchising. Ninja na Finocus. Kaya talagang kami lang yung may motorcycle and bike, yung concept na combination. That's where we are uh, ano, standing out. So sabi ko, isa lang competitor namin, makakaya naman. Tsaka motorcycle lang, wala, walang bike. You, it sounded like you really hit a gold mine there. Uh, so far, God has been good. Uh, so far, God has been blessing Cycle House. And I'm very happy that uh, some of our franchises are really doing very, very well. That's also one thing that I, I'm really praying about. For people out there who have their own business, who might be thinking if they could franchise their own business, and it, it's not necessarily that they're in the bicycle and motorcycle industry, what are the things that they need to know about? Okay. First, they need to have a tried and tested uh, business concept suggested by uh, franchise experts that uh, as much as possible, it should have been uh, in the business for three to five years. Yeah, it has shown uh, really good potential. And then uh, you you must have uh, systems no, and processes in place. Because no? if you want to expand, you must have a, a set of standards. EOS. Correct. Kasama yan. Oo. And then, yun, uh, there are uh, franchising consultants in the country. One of the best is uh, Sir Armand uh, Bartolome. Okay. So, si Sir Armand. Uh, Sir, Sir Boots. Ayan. Uh, so, matutulungan kanya in setting up your franchising company. Marami natulungan yan, like si Mang Inasal, Julius Bakeshop. So, I also underwent his training on how to know, uh, on how to run a franchising company and what is franchising. Compared to when you first started, now, how is your parang day-to-day schedule, jobs, tasks, change compared to when you started? Yung pinaka-start namin, you have to do everything as much as possible. No? When we started the company, it was just around four to five people. Kami-kami. <laughs> so, I also have to do the ordering. I also have to do the invoice. Diba? Those, those yung mga moments na hindi mo makakalimutan. Eh. Ako pa yung papagawa ng signages. But right now, uh, since uh, sa awa naman ng Diyos, God has been very, very good to Cycle House. Uh, we have grown a lot. I need to have people diba, who will do that for me so I can focus on the strategic uh, needs of the company. So, ngayon, more on strategy na? More on strategy na yung role ko. As everything. The, oh, oh, lahat. Kami-kami lang yun. Pagdawa ng signages. Ako rin yung nag-research. Punta pa ng ganito, kung saan yung murang ganyan. You probably had less sleep as well. Of course. And uh, that's part of the journey. You will really have some tough moments in entrepreneur. Kaya usually sinasabi ng mga business experts, just keep on going. Mm-hmm. Just fix all of the things that has to be fixed. Then you will see progress at the end of the tunnel. 
Speaking of challenges, what were some of the parang, biggest challenges that you faced when you were growing? When you're growing so fast, we grew so fast, with the grace of God, is you need people. Then the people has to catch up. Yun yung mahirap na element. Kasi syempre, ang tao, may timetable din yan eh. Sa pag-alam nung trabaho niya, mm-hmm. experiences niya. The first year was very, very tough. Kasi syempre, yung mga people mo hindi pa kabisado, di ba? Mm-hmm. E dumadami yung franchise. So, those were the tough moments. But I'm happy now that somehow, uh, we have overcome that challenge. Kasi I now have people who have experience, who's more knowledgeable about the business, mm-hmm. who's, who's now more committed. So, I feel uh, more confident now. Well, the moments wherein it was, it has become so difficult na parang you were thinking, huh, what if I just sell? <laughs> You're right. Oh, dumating din yun. Maski ako, uh, I have a strong faith in God. I try to have. Uh, I'm a patient person, but sometimes may itin ang ulo ko. Dumating sa point yun na there was this one incident. Yung isang staff ko, I told her, you need to follow the process Bago i-dispatch yan, kailangan may final checking. Ang ginawa niya, in- inano niya eh, hindi niya sinunod yung process. So, nag-ship na dun sa province yung mga franchise. O, di mali. O, di malaking problema yun. Paano yun, di ba? So, may mga ganong moments talaga na sometimes you wanna give up. Yung time na nun, sa ko parang ang hirap ng mga tao. And yun naman pala, they need to learn na may mga consequences yung mga action. I also need to find the right people. It goes through a process every business. Maski na magaling na magaling yung tao, kailangan niya malaman yung business eh. Mm-hmm. So darating yan eh. Uh, that's what I have been telling my franchises. Wala yan yung pagbukas mo ng shop. Wala naman yung perfect kagad. Kailangan mag-undergo yan. Baby steps yan eh. Before makatakbo ang isang tao, di ba? Gagapang muna. Pocroll muna siya. Tapos dahan-dahan, baby steps talaga. Ganun ang every business. So during those very trying times, how did you manage to persevere? Like, nandun na yun eh. Like, you wanted maybe to go to get out. What kept you to go on? Well, I don't want to sound religious. I'm not religious, but I, I consider myself spiritualist. My faith in God because I felt God really called me to have this business eh. Uh, because I was having a good career in corporate world. I was a corporate trading head. I was an assistant vice president for a, one of the biggest retail company. But then, nag-business ako, di ba? I was stable. And uh, kaya nandun yung paniniwala ko, God is with me. God is really calling me out to do this. Kailangan may belief ka in a higher power. Yun yung belief ko. Mm-hmm. Second, uh, so that helped me. May uh, the, the faith uh, that God has been uh, helping me persevere. The second one, of course, yung wife ko. Kasi kinausap ko siya nung eh. Ay, kung anong hirap? Sarado lang kaya natin to. Eh, ha? Bakit? Tapos she gave me a different perspective. O baka tuloy lang, tuloy mo lang, tuloy lang. Tama nga naman siya, tuloy lang kasi naayos din naman. Yung tao rin naman na yun, natuto rin. Kailangan talaga masubukan yung patience mo before God will really bless you. So yung dalawa na yun, tapos uh, talagang babalikan mo rin. Pag may challenges ka, bakit ka ba nagsimula? Why did you start a business in the first place? ba diba? Because there was a need. So nandyan na, eh bakit mo naman i-give up dahil meron ka lang challenges? So, yun yung mga, yung dalawang aspect na yan. Spirituality and the wifey. Very good.
at the present moment, what would be the next goals for Cycle House? Na if you achieve it, mapupunta sa next level ang Cycle House. Good question. Uh, our vision is to be the number one motorcycle and bike repair shop in the Philippines by 2022. Again, catering to the low to mid-end. We're not after the mid to high. Uh, the next goal is to uh, really, really uh, have presence all over the country pa. Every city should have a cycle house. Yun yung goal natin. Eh. Why? Eh, motorcycle and bike, everywhere naman yan. Eh. So that's my dream. And then the second one, so visibility, the store. The second one is uh, to be the number one brand in the motorcycle and bike repair shop. Diba? So parang ala Mr. Quickie and the thing. Yung bang go-to, ano na yan, go-to shop. That's my dream. And hopefully, through God's grace and uh, with the support of uh, the franchises, Uh, with the employees and uh, with my family, uh, we can get to that uh, vision. Parang, ano, it sounds like parang Jollibee of bicycles. You're right. Yun yung pinaka, hopefully, God willing, <laughs> na ma-achieve natin. Uh, together with the franchises, because I cannot do it alone. Together with my employees and my families, uh, who is always there to support. Let's wrap this up. How can customers reach you? Uh, the motorcycle and bike, they can contact this number if they have questions about kung saan yung pinakamalapit na branch, kung meron bang itong bike. So here's the number, 0917-840-6880. So do, for those bike and motorcycle customers, marami kasi nag-inquire niyan eh, na, oy, meron bang branch dito? Oy, meron, ka ba yung, meron ba kayong gayong uh, bike? Now, for franchising, if you want to have your own business that is low capital and uh, low overhead and high potential, you can contact this number to get information about franchising. It's 0917-510-1331. So those are the two magic numbers to get in touch with me. Those are the Cycle House magic numbers. Correct, yes. If I'm a potential franchisee, what can I expect? Our hottest franchise package is the two hundred ninety-eight thousand. It's a motorcycle, motorcycle and bike business. Uh, what's inside the two hundred ninety-eight? It already comes with one hundred fifty thousand worth of products. Then uh, all-in package, meaning meron ka ng signages outdoor and indoor. You will have uh, training for your mechanic, management training. Uh, we're proud of our management training because we're going to train the, the, the franchise owners in terms of marketing, merchandising, uh, about the product knowledge, customer service. Talagang maganda yung management training. I'm proud of that. So, signages, training, store opening assistance. My people will be there to help you set up the store. And store opening assistance, uh, we will set up balloons, we will give out flyers. So, talagang magkakat ka na lang ng ribbon. Kami pa rin yung mag-aayos ng ribbon. And then, uh, kasama... <laughs> Siguro sa franchise na yan. Uh, tsaka yung... Uh, meron din kaming inventory system para ka ng SM na uh, may POS ka na, kasama na yun. And of course, yung operations manual on how to run the business. And most importantly, you get to have access on the low to mid-end products uh, at, a, uh, at a competitive uh, prices naman. So, magaganda naman yung mga products na dinadala natin. In fact, ang Cycle House ngayon, yung Cycle House uh, store, now has a house brand. May mga specific bikes brand na mer kami lang yung meron. 
So, yun po yung kasama sa package. All-in na yun. Low investment, uh, talagang low capital. So, the franchisee would be comfortable in starting. And then, dahan-dahan, kung ginagrow niya yung merchandise niya, natuto na siya about marketing, merchandising, customer service, it would be easier for him or her to get his ROI. So, it really depends kasi sa performance ng franchise and the market makeup nung... So, talagang mas aggressive. Magaling, oh Ina-apply niya talaga yung mga tinuturo namin. Nakita kasi namin, those who are performing really, really well are those who are committed then of executing the systems in terms of marketing, merchandising. Eh, madali na lang yan dahil pa nag-franchise sila. May checklist na lang kami, gagawin mo na lang talaga. Eh. Nandun na lang. Nandun na, naka-checklist na yun. Years of yep. trial and error yep. nyo, nandun na. Talagang nakalagay. How, may, how many times you should be flying, kami na magpaprovide ng layout. Tsaka siya, by the way, ah, i-plug ko lang, we're the only motorcycle and bike shop na meron pang national marketing program. This October up to January 2019, for a minimum purchase of 300 pesos, uh, the Cycle House customers can avail of one stop wherein they can get a chance to win bikes, free bikes, helmet, ang daming mga raffle pa. Where, where do you advertise that? Uh, online and through the store through our stores online so what like do you have a we have an fb page cycle house philippines cycle they can house check out some updates there and we also have a website if they want to know more about franchising it's www.cyclehouseph.com sounds good so just to cap this interview do you have top three tips for any aspiring entrepreneurs who maybe may have been inspired by what you just said today all right, number one uh, is that follow your heart. That's the number one. If you feel that you're dragging each day to work, there must be something wrong. Eh, kung kaka-transfer mo pa lang after one, two, three months, ito na naman. There must be something inside of you na you want to look for a new challenge. Maybe entrepreneurship is the, the next big thing for you. Then number two is that you have to be fearless. Fear is there, uh, by the way. Let's not say fearless. Manage your fears. Manage your fears. <laughs> it's it's okay okay fears <laughs> but still do it. Uh-huh. Manage your fear because the opportunities are just there outside. But it's just a matter of who would be the first person who would be taking advantage of the opportunity. Minsan kasi nafo-focus doon sa negative. Ito, paano mangyari ito? Paano mag-fail? Pero hindi mo titignan yung upside what if the business insight that you, you have now is the next big thing? Tapos, uh, pangatlo, I would say, uh, is that have a support system. Talk to your partner. Talk to your family about the journey you would like to have. Diba? Ito yung gusto mong gawin. So they can be, uh, they can support you. Sometimes they won't support you. Nagulat din yung minsan yung wife ko. Na mag, kasi maganda naman yung uh, executive na ako eh. So it would be tough, tapos may binabayaran pa kami bahay, kotse, di ba? Dami oh. It's, parang, it's hard to understand. Oh, parang, but aalis ah, kung kailan ang dami natin utang, di ba? <laughs> tapos, uh, yung parents mo din, nag-worry kasi syempre, ha? Ang hirap-hirap mag-business, ganyan. Uh, have a support system. Your family, tsaka just keep in your mind na hindi ka naman mamamatay while doing the business, di ba? Tapos, support system, family, and of course, believe in a higher power. I think yun yung pinaka-advice ko. So follow your heart, manage your fears. Kasi along the way, when you start, there will be fears. Paano mukhang hindi yata? Ah? Ito, just do it. Just try it. 
Diba? You won't die. Then the third one, have a support system. Family, parents, but keep in mind, they won't support you all the way. You, you still have to go back to the number one, follow your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, belief in a higher power is very essential for me. Well said. I was definitely inspired by uh, what you have said. Uh, thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you for taking interest on Cycle House. Did you enjoy that interview? No, really, did you? If so, please like us on Facebook by going to the search box and typing the hardworking Pinoy. Alternatively, these episodes are also available on YouTube and if you have a podcast client on iTunes, simply search for our name, The Hardworking Pinoy. Now here are my key takeaways. Number one, focus on your goals. If you focus on the roadblocks, it will deflate you slowly until before you know it, you are thinking of doing something else. Always have your goals in mind. Number two, when you hire staff, recognize that they will need to be trained and that might take time. You have to develop patience when leading them. Number three, don't be afraid to do the dirty work. A lot of articles, books, and movies glamorize business ownership. In reality, it's hard work, and a lot of times you have to do the work that nobody else would want to do. So there you have it. On our next episode, we have a service business of someone who handles tens of millions of pesos worth of transactions each year. Until next time, continue being awesome.